Welcome everyone. I'm helping myself out and I'm trying to help you guys out and you guys are helping me out. I appreciate all you folks. Welcome to this Wednesday night for anyone keeping track. This is the 798th day of the fake regime. We are in the middle of the second American Revolution, like we said. You guys know it. Uh, we're narrating, and we're going to see this big, big story, right? That's, <clears throat> that's what we're dealing with right today, this week, the situation. And the big topic tonight is focus on how the enemy, they go out of their way, what to control the narrative. They need to control the narrative. Because we are in fifth generation warfare. We are in hybrid warfare and the war that is taking place. We're in this second American revolution. Most of it is information warfare. All right. So think about that. I hope that the rumble crowd, you know, I see a few people complaining that something is wrong with the so rumble. You know, Rumble's having one of its bad days. What are we going to do about it? Nothing. There's nothing we can do. <clears throat> so, see how that works out. Let's pray and hope that Rumble works out. It's out of my control. You know, they need to stop. It's about the, in the information. And when you cannot attack the information, you got to attack the source, including the feed on Rumble or whatever it might be. Who knows? Well, see what you did. Well, folks, don't forget, there's other platforms available as well. <clears throat> so, with that said... Ladies and gentlemen, I want to begin. Okay, so, yeah, we got distracted, right? So, did I, yeah, so, we're going to talk about the narrative. But before we begin, I want to turn your attention to this. Just want to throw it out so that you know. I mean, think about this. <laughs> think about this. It's 2023 Florida Democrats. What? Requiring attendees to what? Attendees of this event to comply with COVID-19 protocols. Where <gasps> is my Twilight Zone soundbite? I mean, come on. You can't make this up in March, April of 2023. We're almost in April. And they didn't specify what this means. This is shocking. And there's the ad. <laughs> yeah, right there. And, um... All attendees will be required to comply with COVID-19 protocols in order to participate. Really? <laughs> so, I mean, again, this is... But it makes sense when you think about the world that we are in and the sorcery that we have been covering on this channel. When you think about it, it makes sense. The enemy is right now, ladies and gentlemen, they're all about sorcery and all about fiction versus reality. They hate reality. They really, really do. They hate reality. And right now, we are in a battle for the control of the narrative. Let me say what I'm going to say after. First of all, Let's go to, to the second story. We begin right here tonight. <clears throat> Students at two Pittsburgh Catholic schools and two public schools. Does that cover everything? Public and Catholic? These two sets of schools for a total of four, are placed on lockdown after what swatting reports of active shooter. <laughs> that is exactly <gasps> what I was talking about yesterday. So it's actually another Truth on RTV future proving fact. That's the reason that Sheriff was talking about oh, um, Get ready for copycats. That's part of the operation. That's the point I was making yesterday. That it's not just about the one event. 
but they need to keep the ball rolling to psychologically control the kids all around the country. And there it is. It's Pittsburgh. Approximately 11 a.m., Pittsburgh police issued an alert to students and parents of Central and Oakland Catholic schools. So we don't know if the PSYOP is originating at the police level. We don't know. Um, And they were claiming that there was an active shooter, but when it was all said and done, it was a what? Confirmed hoax. (laughs) Right? And I'm just saying, because everybody got locked down, big, big situation, we better do all the... Oh, we confirmed hoax. They were doing this 10 years ago. So if you were not following these false flags... 10 years ago, 12, 14 years ago, come on in. You might think you know a lot, but come on in, relax. Have a seat at the grade school, the elementary school of real false flags. That's the way that it works. That was the point that I was getting at yesterday, and there it is. They keep the ball, and we're going to get a bunch of these. Because by doing that, it's a psychological situation, research, MKUltra. What it does to all the kids all around the country is, are we next? But by the time they confirm the hoax, it doesn't matter. They got what they needed. The, the net effect of making people, getting them on edge. And 10 years ago, I was enrolled at a school part-time, and they had all these fake drills. I mean, that's the way this works back in those days. They had these fake drills, but it was around the time of Sandy Hook. So they needed everybody on edge. But they knew, the, the police knew. Somebody, they, they know, let me just say it. All of it is fake. All of it. All right? All of it is fake. So, all right. So with that set, set I'm going to hold on to what I want to say. Hold on. Let's keep going. Friends, Day of Vengeance. We talked about this yesterday. The big narrative now is, let me get this clear. The enemy, the the cards, that the, the narrative cards, 4AM drops that they have, is exactly like this. Don't worry about the shooting. It's not, it wasn't, I mean, no, let me start all over again. Their narrative is, worry about the shooting only as it pertains to gun confiscation, even though we, the deep state, we're never going to get the guns, but let's keep going because we believe in ourselves and we believe, we, the deep state, we believe that we are going to win this war. And we believe, we, the deep state, that we can turn America into Australia. We believe that we can do that and turn it into Canada and eventually take the guns away and we think that we are in control, we're going to get Trump arrested, and they have all these fantasies. We're going to normalize pedophilia, and in a few years, on the regular daily news, on regular news, you're going to see kids having sex, and that's going to be normal, and we're going to normalize everything. We are in the fantasy world. Pass the drugs. Pass everything. We can say we are God. We're going to, we, if we can create the tranny cult out of thin air, maybe we'll create some other cults. Yeah! Maybe we'll have a world where children tell adults what to do and then they are in control. We can, let's just keep dreaming. We'll, we'll, we'll mix animal DNA with human DNA. They're fantasizing. They're in this fantasy world. So, it, so now that you understand the mindset of the enemy, in their fantasy world, the shooting is just evidence that we need to take your guns away. Trannies are still the victims. And if you think that Christians are the victims, then you are the Nazi you are the domestic terrorist, and you need to be locked up. That's the narrative that they're working on. And all of this just proves even more that we need to take your guns away. That's the world that they're in. So let's see what they can do to obtain what all this craziness I just said. So if you understand the narrative, then there it is. This trans day of vengeance, protest, it's, of course it's going to proceed. <laughs> Day after, get out of here. So what's these stupid Christians? Because to them, the Christians are conspiracy theorists. And anyone claiming that this shooting was about targeting Christians and this was a domestic tranny terrorist, just get out of here with this idea that Bernie at Truth on TV is 
called this thing over a month ago. Get out of here. That We got rid of that channel. He's nothing. He, these people aren't... Okay. I know some people get triggered. I'm trying to make a teaching point, not that it's about me. The point is that I, I don't... No one cares who I am. And when this person that doesn't even exist is the one that called it a month ago, they don't... They can't be this way. But thankfully... I've got Tucker on my side, and we're going to see what Tucker is saying. But there it is, folks. They're going to, of course, they're going to continue. Because this idea, I mean, can you imagine if, I, I don't know, I mean, think of another shooting and imagine, you know, like um, if there were some shooting that a bunch of black people got shot, but there was already a scheduled white supremacy parade that weekend. Same thing. Imagine a bunch of black people. And by the way, one of the victims was a black gentleman. But that aside, obviously, right? He was conservative, maybe working in a Christian school. So he doesn't count, right? Those blacks don't count. But imagine, there it is. Imagine if a bunch of black people got shot, shocking, everybody's crying, everybody's like, can't believe it. And then that weekend, there's a scheduled white supremacy parade. That is what's happening right here. So think about that in that context. It's going to proceed just days after this tranny terrorist shooting. So, But of course, to them, the tranny terrorist shooting is not happening. So and the next story I want to point your attention to, and we're going to go somewhere with all of this. So again, the enemy, there it is. Let's see well, how does this contribute to their narrative. Reveal group behind trans... Day of Revenge. What? They raise, if you can believe this, they raise money for firearms training. Vile trans activists pose with massive firearms threatening Christians. So this is in addition to some of the material that we've been, you know, that I posted here. I know a lot of other people are putting this up. So um, in addition to everything that I presented here the last couple of days, and there it is, they're doing all of this ahead of rally at U.S. Supreme Court. Look at these demons posing. That can you see what is happening? So look at the words they are using. The truth is in front of you. They are locking and loading. They're not playing around. So as we said, of course, you guys know. Yesterday, I made some analogies. Yesterday, let's have a talk with my audience now. First of all, number one, you know, I thought about it last night, and I hope nobody misunderstood what I was saying. So let's clarify. Christians 24-7 are to conduct themselves in an honorable manner. The minute you roll up to a tranny, so you understand what I'm not saying. If you come up to a tranny with anger and you're like, you're no different than they are. That's not what the Bible, that's not what Christianity is about. However, to clarify and to not even clarify, to just reiterate, because I was very clear with what I said. We are to stand firm and preach the gospel and rebuke and, right? We're, we're to rebuke and reprove. We're not to back down. Stand up for what is right. And everyone should be aware of, um, should I get into this? Now? Let me get into this real quick. There are a lot of Christians today that believe that you loving someone is the vehicle and the only vehicle that God can use to transform that person's life. Wrong. And actually, in some ways, it's right. But again, when people say love, they're talking about being nice to that person. Wrong. You being firm with a tranny in the, in the situation when facing danger and standing firm in God's word, and if necessary, rebuking them, and saying, look, I'm doing this because this is, I love you, and I'm telling you, you're going to go to hell, or, or however you say it, and be firm, and that could be the thing that transformed them. So this, this let's leave it at that. So, um, folks, um, with that said, I, you guys, if you haven't seen this, then tune in to tonight's show, right here, tonight. Because I came across this last night. Tucker Carlson 
blows everything wide open. I love the sequence of events that took place the last month. And I had to look it up. February 22nd is when I put out that program about the tranny cult. And I, I said, look, this is going to be a terrorist movement. And I put a chart for everybody. Maybe we'll share that chart here on the live stream. That was February 22nd. I had to look it up. And then a month later, all of these things begin to unfold. And this big report by Tucker Carlson that we talked about last week. And Tucker is now following up with that report. All of it comes together. God bless Tucker. The people in charge despise working class whites, but they venerate the trans community. People are just responding to incentives. It's rational in a way. But that does not explain the anger that we heard in that NPR segment. Why are some trans people so angry? And why do they seem to be mad specifically at traditional Christians? Hold on, folks. So so anyone who's unfamiliar with the situation, Tucker is talking about this NPR segment that he talked about last week. That they, NPR, that normally they're against guns, all of a sudden... They were for guns, and they were for the trannies arming themselves. And Tucker blew it wide open last week. So I like the timing of all of it. Again, God bless his man. We can't think of any trans person who's ever been murdered by a pastor. As far as we know, that has never happened. So it's not an actual threat of violence from Christians that's inspiring some trans people to buy AR-15s. No, it's, it's got to be more fundamental than that. And it is. The trans movement is the mirror image of Christianity and therefore its natural enemy. In Christianity, the price of admission is admitting that you're not God. Christians openly concede that they have no real power over anything and for that matter, very little personal virtue. They will tell you to your face that they are sinful and helpless and basically absurd. They're not embarrassed about any of this. They brag about it. That saved a wretch like me goes the most famous Christian hymn ever written in English. The trans movement takes the opposite view. Trans ideology claims dominion over nature itself. We can change the identity we were born with, they will tell you with wild-eyed certainty. Christians can never agree with this statement because these are powers they believe God alone possesses. Boom. That unwillingness to agree, that failure to acknowledge a trans person's dominion over nature incites and enrages some in the trans community. People who believe they're God can't stand to be reminded that they're not. So Christianity and transgender orthodoxy are wholly incompatible theologies. They can never be reconciled. They are on a collision course with each other. Right there. Tucker is describing Satanism and demon possession and a complete surrender to Moloch and Satan. Complete opposite realities. They think that they are God. And actually, yo, Tucker, you are describing Bernie's version of the climate cult. Yeah, they think that they are God. The climate cult thinks that we are in charge of the planet. So why not give birth to another cult that says we determine what our gender is. Get it? And he brings it all together. Ladies and gentlemen, this is so good. We'll play a little more of this. One side is likely to draw blood before the other side. That's what we concluded last week. Yesterday morning, tragically, our fears were confirmed. A self-identified trans person called Audrey Hale committed mass murder at a Christian school in Nashville. Hale burst into a place called the Convent School and executed three nine-year-olds as well as three adults. Police have released body cam footage from the end of the massacre. We're showing you just a small part of it. You can see the rest online if you want. We're not going to show it because that's too awful and sad. But what was almost as sickening to see in a far more subtle and insidious way was the media coverage of yesterday's tragedy. Here's Terry Moran of ABC News, for example, suggesting that Christians were murdered in Tennessee because they infringed on the rights of transgendered people. Watch. Audrey Hale was a, identified herself as a transgender person. Uh, at state of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned transgender medical care for minors, as well as uh, a law that prohibited adult 
entertainment, including male and female impersonators, after a series of drag show controversies in that state. The wow. state of Tennessee bans the sexual mutilation of children. Children get shot to death in a school. It's cause and effect. That's what ABC News is telling you. There it is, folks. Cause and effect. Think of what Tucker is saying. That's not far from justifying mass murder. But others took the next step. A group called the Trans Resistance Network said that the shooter's death was a complex tragedy that resulted from, quote, anti-trans bias. The Hershey Chocolate Company's new trans spokesman, meanwhile, someone called Faye Johnstone, posted messages after the shooting complaining about, quote, trans misogyny. In Canada, a taxpayer-funded trans rights organization put out a statement that ignored the murder of the children in Nashville entirely and instead claimed that there has been a, quote, exponential rise in anti-trans violence. That is a lie. It's a provable lie. And in fact, the opposite is true. We seem to be watching the rise of trans terrorism. Boom. Tucker hits it on the head. I just wanted to bring you to that point. That's a lie, and we're watching the rise of what? Trans-terrorism. Boom. Hey, Tucker, I might have to charge you. You're sounding like truth on our TV. Again, folks, this is about the unfolding event. Forget the little guy here. Don't worry about me. It's not about me. This is about what is unfolding. Everybody can see it. Come on, folks. So I want to unpack some of that. So we have the narrative control, and we have the the persecution of Christians, and there it is, trans-terrorism. There's several components of it. And the fact that Tucker is outlining that, by definition, this is a religion where they want to be God. And that's why they hate Christians so much. They can't accept that Christians are the exact opposite force, spiritual force of who they are. We'll talk a lot more about this later, maybe even on the member channel. This is, if you ask me, perfect setup for the son of perdition and the beast system. We're not going to get into that. Folks, the narrative control is getting out of control. Before we get any further into the narrative control, be aware that there is um, plenty of underground media effort like we see with every event to basically expand not just the possibilities of what's happening, but to actually tell you, no, 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 this thing happened. So we saw this with George Floyd, and I'm not going to really comment much on this, but there, if you, I'm sure many of you have already noticed there's a movement to tell you that maybe the shooting didn't happen. Because if it didn't happen, then the enemy would not be in the box that they're in. So to those people that are considering that, anything is possible, and they, a staged event is a staged event. Um, doesn't mean that people aren't dead. Um, and I probably added to the fuels of the fire by mentioning Sandy Hook yesterday. Whatever happened, we know that there appears to be dead people, and we know the event was staged, and we know that the shooter could not control what she was doing. We know that there was a doctor involved in that person's life, and we know that the parents are for gun control. So be careful with all the different narratives that are spinning out there. Don't forget the George Floyd mannequin, and that was just a perfect example. And how about the, um, <clears throat> um, what's her name? <clears throat> we have the situation at, at the Capitol, right? Ashley Babbitt and the fake narratives around Ashley Babbitt. This, these happen all the time, so if you want to wrap yourself in some of those, uh, go ahead at your own risk, but just be careful. We know what the enemy's doing. This narrative, what they are doing, and this MK Ultra situation to take out these Christians at a Christian school, it doesn't do them very good. Because of that, this is what we're seeing. Because of that... <clears throat> 
We're seeing is on Capitol Hill in Saha. Let me put up a picture right now of Congressman Andy Ogles, who represents this area in Nashville. It's a Christmas card from 2021, apparently, where his whole family is holding guns. He's responding to that picture today. Um, And it feels fair to say that if there are going to be any calls, any again, you could see there what the enemy is doing. They need to keep you focused on the gun. It's kind of sad because we already know they're never going to get the gun. But remember, these people are stupid and they're living in a fantasy world. We need action on changing the country's gun laws. It's not going to come from some of these lawmakers in Tennessee. Well, not unless it's from the one Democrat in the entire congressional delegation from Tennessee, Hallie. It's Steve Cohen. He would be in favor of gun control. But none of the Republicans in this congressional delegation, which is very conservative, are uh, speaking up in favor of tighter gun laws. And it's hard to find a Republican anywhere in either the House or the Senate that wants to go anywhere further than that State for Communities Act, which was the... And the Republicans are... Come on. We're an intellectual... Enough of this. Dude, can you go back to um, your country? And then we have this. Um, Same thing. I'm just showing everyone that they're super hyper-focused on their gun narrative of all things. They're never going to get the guns. So um, there it is. And the Wolfie Goldberg claim Howley is trying to demonize trans community by calling shooting a hate crime. Yeah, get out of here. Referring so you can see what they are doing. You're not allowed to worry about Christians that were executed. Get out of here worrying about that. Because we are doing that, we are trying, in other words, by acknowledging that Christians were executed, by doing that, we are demonizing the trans community. Can you see what Satan is doing? And then we have more. We have this, this... Democrat representative whose trans child was charged with assaulting a cop. So this is another mother of one of these tranny demons now is coming out. Hold on, folks. This is a mother of one of these tranny demons. Listen in. Ahead of Trans Day of Visibility, I rise in honor of a community that is being forced to fight for its very existence. Think about that. She is worshiping the tranny cult while Christians are being buried. I rise in honor of trans voices that deserve to be heard, not silenced, and not criminalized. Think of the timing of this. She should have been arrested for this. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is equivalent to a a room full of black people murdered in a horrific shooting. 20, 30, 40, 50 black people killed. And then the next two days later, we have somebody in Congress saying, Heil, you know, we need to acknowledge white supremacy. Whites are so amazing. That is equivalent to what they are doing. I rise in honor of trans joy that deserves to be celebrated, not eradicated. I rise while they are killing other while my fellow tranny cult is killing people is with unconditional love for my trans daughter riley yeah let's love these hardcore criminal psychopaths that are demon possessed let's just worship and love them and i rise in solidarity with every trans american seeking nothing less than their inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness there it is just like they did yesterday Ladies and gentlemen, same script. They're trying, well, the idea, like we said on the member's channel a month ago, the idea was to create a class. They think they're there. They needed to create a class. Once they create a class, that class now needs constitutional rights. Get it? So what? This class is a promotion of pedophilia. Doesn't matter. They're a class. And they're trying to include them in the civil rights movement. They started doing this years ago. That is where we are. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to show folks something right here. We were shown an image years ago of one headline after another. And I'm not sure if you can see that. With all these different headlines, all normalizing pedophilia. 
right? All normalizing. You can see these headlines. This was years ago. Pedophilia is fate, not a choice, leading scientists claim. You can read these for yourself. Why is the alt-right obsessed with pedophilia? Is pedophilia a sexual orientation? They were doing this a long time ago with pedophilia. So when you look at that, we were told back then that what shaping the narrative takes work, as you can see in that image that they gave us. And what purpose, what might be the purpose? So back then, so be aware that that is what they are doing, equivalent to what they were doing then. They're stacking up the narrative. So the fact that this woman dares to come out today with this speech, this Catherine Clark in Massachusetts, hailing these hardcore criminal psychiatric demons. Get ready. Just like Tucker is saying. You're either a Christian or you are with them. You're either, we got to pick one. There's no such thing as being neutral. If you're a neutral, you are with them. And is God using this tranny cult to sift out the church? We don't know. Meanwhile, more of the same thing, ladies and gentlemen, hang in there. More of the same issues. Listen in. More. They talk about a freedom. They talk about a freedom that they've made up in their own twisted Correct. heads because they've been they've been whipped into a paranoid frenzy by the NRA for 25 years from jackbooted thugs when Bush 41 quit all the way through where, you know. And this idiot is talking about anyone that acknowledges the Second Amendment. <laughs> now they're claiming the Second Amendment protects things it just doesn't protect. They should really? read Scalia's own words in Heller. It just doesn't protect the right to carry around weapons of war. And their position, <laughs> let's be clear, the Republican. But what are these weapons of war? We're going to see in a second. The Republican Party says waging a war on cops, right? Those cops that you... Pay attention, folks. This is major gaslighting on steroids. So the conservatives all of a sudden are against cops. Really? Saw in that incredible body cam footage... Those cops would probably love to be running in on a knife, a knife incident. Even a handgun. I don't think those cops and their spouses love to be running in on someone with seven Go! weapons of war. So why don't Republicans respect the lives of police officers? Of anybody. <laughs> Where they NBC gets these people. So... Unless you want to take everyone's guns away, you are against police because by not taking everyone's guns away, you are forcing police to respond to people that have guns. Get it? <laughs> Yo, stupid. In a world where good guys have guns, you wouldn't even need the police to show up. Because the shooter would already be dead. So again, people, they're like literally, they're digging up every possible, I mean, they're digging up every argument that they can possibly come up with. You can't make this up. And then we have this. <laughs> American Federation of Teachers, President Randy Weingarten calls for what? Gun ban. Yeah, let's get rid of all the guns. <laughs> that is, they're that crazy. There it is. American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weingarten pushed a ban on an entire category of firearms, urging U.S. to have the, the courage that Scotland and Australia showed in enacting stringent gun controls. And it's enough, right? We, they're not going to get it. But, um, ladies and gentlemen, I think this video is kind of funny and at the same time educational and um let's throw it out there weapon of war to compare an ar-15 to a real assault weapon okay the ar-15 i'm going to use is a daniel defense v7 
I love this gun. It's suppressed. I have a Vortex scope on it, and it is an AR-15. It shoots 5.56, and like all AR-15s, it's semi-automatic. When I pull the trigger, I get one bullet fired, period. That's it. One shot per trigger pull, period. That's it. Watch this. I'm going to shoot it, and I'm going to hold the trigger back. I'm still holding the trigger back. See, it shoots one round per trigger pull. It is a semi-automatic rifle. That is an AR-15. Going to safe on that. Now, this is a CZ Brin. Folks, this is an assault weapon. It has what is called a select fire switch on it, where I can go from safe to semi-automatic to bursts of full auto to full auto period, all right? Just by flipping this. Right now, it's on semi-automatic. If I flip it again, it's going to give me a burst of full auto if I hold the trigger. Watch this. Now watch this. I go all the way to full auto. <laughs> Folks, this is an assault weapon. It's made to be an assault weapon. This firearm is designed with particular applications. And it meets those applications, alright, with flying colors. But it is an assault weapon. It gives you the option, not simply of semi-automatic fire, but of automatic bursts and full automatic, full automatic shooting, all right? There it is. This is an AR. He wraps up there showing you the difference. Know the difference. Educational component to all of this. Everyone should although most of you guys probably knew maybe not you know some of you guys may have not known that so i just wanted to play that so you can see the degree to which they are lying they the enemy they're using their they know that these stupid liberals don't know the difference all right so all that aside rounding out tonight there's other things going on but i wanted you guys to get a real grasp on this whole thing that's happening all right, so let's take a trip overseas where Zelensky is inviting Xi Jinping to Ukraine again. I want to speak to him. <laughs> yeah, if you read this, it's kind of funny that King Zelensky, uh, Xi Jinping, is not paying attention to him and he's coming, going out of his way all of a sudden now begging that... Please, listen to me. I want to meet with you. I would like to talk directly. I just, please, <laughs> just be aware of that as his Nazi world order is crumbling. Just let that sink in. And also, I just want to throw two quick headlines at you. Don't really talk about this much on this channel, not on the live stream at least, but be aware of this. Uh, this woman, Carolyn Glick, Israel facing revolt by elites seeking to maintain control over country. Be aware of this, that Biden has been going all out to overthrow this guy right here, the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, for a while now. And the U.S. <clears throat> intelligence and the Biden administration is deeply involved trying to destroy this. And now this person is coming out, this American-Israeli columnist. Um, has is coming out, allowed it, the tactical retreat of Netanyahu, right, the other day, after he declared pausing. She is coming out basically saying that we're suffering from a problem that Americans have become familiar with. Yeah, what problem would that be? Which is what? That the left in Israel has just had it with representative democracy, and they want to rule through the institutions that they control in Israel. Think about it, the administrative state in Israel, that being Supreme Court, General Staff, uh, Army, and the media, same thing. Israeli Mossad, same exact, bottle, same exact battle, and 
they are dealing with a major revolt. And think about it, and Biden is deeply involved in this. Why are they so terrified of this one conservative guy? And is this the beginning phase of what we said? What? That Israel would be left for last. And then we have this. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Benjamin Netanyahu rejects Biden's suggestion that he walk away from a judicial overhaul saying the country resists pressures from abroad. You can look into that. So think of the tension. We know what's happening in Iran. I didn't I don't think I showed you guys here. I posted it on True Social last week or two weeks ago that we have Mike Pence talking about this revolution taking place in Iran. We see what's happening in all these other countries, right, in France. And now you can see what's happening in Israel. And will these revolutions all hit at once? I think they're all part of what is happening. And especially this. Where did this come from? Boom. I mean, well, you decide if this is a boom. I think this is, think of the plan. Think of the information that we have on how this thing is going to go down. Think of everything we've been saying. What we've been saying on the, on the member channel about the BRICS alliance. And think of, look at that, the Biden effect. South African minister says, what? Saudi Arabia, the United Arab, Arab Emirates, Egypt, Argentina, Mexico, Nigeria, and others. We know that Iran is part of the others. Want to what? To join BRICS alliance. So you have the new global alliance. A lot of these are Trump's buddies. This is what we had been saying. And again, we're going to keep monitoring this because this, to me, has a lot to do with everything that's happening in Ukraine. And now we're going to keep an eye on what is happening. I mean, the news coming out of Israel is the most secretive. I mean, nobody sees what's happening. So all of it is interconnected. All right, think about that. Tonight, all right, folks, and then, <clears throat> then uh, we have another story. I just want to throw it out. Listen, I'm going to switch gears and ask you about where we are in terms of the weaponization of government. Last hour, I yes. spoke with the president uh, for tax reform, Governor Norquist, about Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen's what he called cluelessness over who stole taxpayer IRS files nearly two years ago. Watch this. They know exactly who did it. They know exactly how it was done. They had complete access, uh, and they're not sharing with anybody who did it because this was this is a decision at the highest level over there. And now, Senator, we understand that the IRS sent an IRS agent to the home of Matt Taibbi, independent yes. journalist, on the very day that he was testifying in front of Congress. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan wrote an explosive letter to the IRS. He wants answers as to why agents conducted this unannounced visit of a journalist's home, Matt Taibbi, on the day he was testifying on the Twitter files. Jordan writes this, in light of the hostile reaction to Mr. Taibbi's reporting among left-wing activists, the IRS actions could be interpreted as an attempt to intimidate a witness before Congress. Senator, is that what the IRS was doing, trying to intimidate Matt Taibbi? Maria, I think that every piece of evidence points exactly in that direction. Uh, this is about the weaponization of the IRS. Boom. I will leave it. Be aware of this situation. Administrative state, totally weaponized. This is shocking stuff. Sending IRS, I'm sure they were armed, agents to Matt Taibbi's home the day that he is testifying. This is hardcore mafia style persecution. And think of that in light of what is happening with the January 6th prisoners. All right. And then think of this Alvin Bragg's case against Donald Trump delayed one month. What is happening? They have no case. And again, this is a mafia style situation. If you don't have a case, you got to let it go, dude. You don't get to extend it for another month. And they're talking about this is going to resume in late April, if that, at its earliest, maybe even later. So think about it. They have nothing on Trump. They get embarrassed on national TV. Trump 
beats him to the punch. And now, in bold, broad daylight, bold face, yeah, we'll just take longer. We'll get, we'll take more time. We'll find something on Trump. We don't have it now, but yeah, we'll just wait longer. While they're sending IRS agents to Matt Taibbi's house. All right, folks, that about wraps it up. We started with COVID and we'll end tonight with COVID. (laughs) Senate votes to end COVID-19 national emergency. There it is. Finally done. And we have the House has passed it, the Senate, and they're saying Biden, the fake resident, last year threatened to veto the measure. This year, he did not threaten to veto, but issued a statement of administration principles for the House vote objection to the resolution. So will the stupid old man sign it? Either way, it's over with, which is ironic that we started tonight with this event, this Democrat event in Florida, where they are talking about strict COVID measures. And they're in living in this bubble, this time, this bubble, this, this time piece that doesn't exist. While the tranny cult, this psychiatric patients that are demon-possessed, reprobate minds, and they're done. Beyond help are, have created their own, right? They've created their own class so that they can continue what they are doing. That is killing Christians And what did we say? They're already warming up. They have the fake shootings, the fake alarms that we talked about earlier to keep everyone on edge as they prepare to roll out additional shooters. That's the purpose of the fake alarms. While they they would have you, anyone defending Christians or even saying anything, they're coming after you. So decide whose side will you be on. All right, folks. Check out what's happening on the member side. Let's wrap up. It is Wednesday, right? So let us... Oh, hang on. Don't nobody go yet. Let's see what's happening on the question, the truth, and our TV question board. All right. Right? See what you guys think. How's Rumble doing? All right. We have less than 1,500 live viewers. What's going on? All right. Well, all right, folks, on the question board. Okay, somebody at Rumble, C. Grubb, said recently, I have a question, Bernie. What is fifth-generation warfare? We already answered that, right? Fifth-generation warfare is the unofficial name for, I mean, it's used by a lot of people and entities, but not everyone uses the phrase, but it is a phrase to describe modern military warfare that involves not just conventional, but more importantly, information, digital. It's a warfare that involves a digital battlefield and involves biological warfare. It's hybrid warfare. It's just another name for hybrid warfare. And that's really it, is the modern-day influence operations, et cetera, et cetera. All right, and then somebody on Rumble, B. Bumble, said, you're losing me, Bernie, first. Uh, a, B, he, he's an actor. I think it's a misspelling. For, I, that, this person is referring to Donald Trump. First, he's an actor, then it's a movie, now it's not a movie. Oh, this person must be responding with the day that I said that it's not a movie. Well, sorry to break it down to you, B. Bumble. But anyway, B. Bumble says, Trump always plays himself. He is the real deal. I don't say it's, I don't say it's a movie. I just keep watching. Do you think that many who claim to be with President Trump were really lying to us? Wow. I don't know who's, that. Um, No, no. The people that are with Trump are with Trump. Second of all, Trump, when you're saying Trump is a real deal, wrong. Yeah, Trump is an actor. Let me correct you on that. And I would say at least 30 to 40% of everything he's saying, he's saying it for necessary reasons. Disinformation is necessary, Mr. or Miss Bumble, B. Bumble. So, incorrect. Disinformation is necessary. Trump is not telling you the truth all the time. Get out of here. 
The patriots do not telegraph their moves to the enemy. Wrong. But, um, but anyway, um, and this idea that it's a movie, it's a phrase. And I'm glad that this person is saying, to me, it's not a movie. Good. Because it's like a movie, and in the sense that things are orchestrated, for the most part, like you would see in a movie. So be aware of that. All right, so let, I, mean, I want people to be encouraged. Don't conflate things and overplay your hands with when you hear something. Take it in the right context. And hopefully I'm no longer losing that person. All right. Um, and then should we do? All right. Then we, ah, all right, we'll leave you guys with this one. I just got an email the other day from someone saying, thank you, Bernie. And then later on in the email, the person says, one issue I was not in agreement with you in the past was your opinion of J.R. Nyquist. Remember that one? J.R. Nyquist, who came on this show, was interviewed by Greg Phillips at uh, Truth, Truth, Truth the Vote. And this person was being interviewed by Greg Phillips and said, yeah, watch out with this Putin guy. He's this communist and blah, 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 blah. And I said, watch out for this liar. Watch out for him. J.R. Nyquist is blowing smoke. Whether he knows that he's spreading lies, whether he's doing it on purpose, I said, I didn't know, but he is spreading lies. And then this person says, however, as time has gone on, I have come to agree with you, Bernie. Really? He is very pro-Ukraine, this person says, advocates for sending continual funding, really, and military support that sends up, and that sends up some blinking red flags. No kidding. <laughs> you are probably right in dismissing some of his opinions. Yeah, I know that I'm right. Thank you very much. So, be aware of that. Maybe we'll leave it at that for tonight. Yeah, watch out with that dude. And he, I don't care. He might mean well, but when he came on this guy's show, right, and um, this Greg Phillips talking about watch out, Putin is the Antichrist, all this obvious 100% disinformation agent, period. Be aware of that. It's just basic logical thinking. I'm glad that person realizes that. That is the way this works, folks. Thank you, everybody. I'll be back. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section. I shall return on Friday. No shows on Thursday, as you guys know. So join me on True Social. I love you guys. I like the peace of God be with you. And join me Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, my friends. Love you all.